Welcome back to listen to Over the Breakfast here. We got a lot to discuss right now, so let's get right to it. Hey, welcome back to Over the Breakfast Table, week 13. Let's do it, baby. Let's get it. After the Super Bowl, might be a little bit bummed out about them pats, but we got the NBA, baby. Let's do this. Okay, let's start with KP and this trade to the Mavs. What do you guys got to say? You know, I think that was a good move for both sides, you know. What the Knicks were intending to accomplish with this was to clear cap space and hopefully bring in big players like KD, Kyrie, AD, or something like that. And the question just though remains... Are these players going to want to come to New York, want to play for that? You know, New York's attractive, it's a big city. But are they going to want to, are they going to trust this organization to go somewhere? And Ari, what do you think? You think KD's going to want to go to New York? You think AD? I think, yeah, it's a very attractive place. And now with the KP gone, they have room for two max contracts, and KD and AD will both be looking for that kind of contract. Perfect opportunity, big market team they just want to go to. It just it's, It'll be awesome. MSG's where it's at. On the Mavs side, I just see, like, they got rid of Jordan, they got rid of DSJ, and they got rid of Wesley Matthews, kind of like their core players right now. But with Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic, and Chris Sasserzingis, kind of dynamic duo right there, I don't yeah, know. I think we all conclude that Mark Cuban likes Europeans. Yep, no, yeah, for sure. That's a no-doubter, honestly. Luka. Yeah. Dirk. Another team that loves that Philly, just to, not to get sidetracked here, but yeah, they like foreigners. Yeah, all right. I think it was. I think I saw last year like Philly had like yeah. two players from the United States or something on the roster. JJ Reddick. Something crazy, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Okay, um, we got another quick NBA segment right here. Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic not being in the um, in the All Star game. What do you guys think about that? Was he snubbed? I I believe he was snubbed. You know, coming off a great season. And I think that he should have made the All Star game. But what it really, what it really like plays an effect in this is that when you're voting for the All Star game, and let's say I'm not, let's say I wasn't following the NBA so intently, I look at the big names and I'm automatically clicking on them, and I'm just accustomed to clicking on them. Whether I'm accustomed to voting for them, whether they should be in there or not, a lot of them should be, but they don't know Luka Doncic deserves to be in there, and they just naturally are gonna vote for, for example, Westbrook. I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't be in it. For example the big-name players, and that's why he might not have been there. He's a rookie. He still hasn't gotten his feet wet in the league. And he will be in the All-Star game. Don't worry. Don't worry, Matt fans. Yeah, I think it also hurts him that he's playing in Dallas, not like a place like L.A. or uh, Golden State. And I think if he was playing in a uh, bigger market uh, place, he would for sure be in it. Uh, and, yeah. Okay. Real cool. Okay, let's get a quick Super Bowl review from Ari. Ari, what did you say about the Super Bowl? You know, people are going to look at the game and say, like, wow, 13-3, what a boring game, low scoring, everything. But, you know, you look at the game, if you really watch the game and you really enjoy that football, like, it was it was honestly a great game. Like, both defenses playing very, very, very good. Wade Phillips and Patriots defensive coordinator with Bill Belichick helping out, obviously. The whole the whole two weeks they had to prepare obviously showed up. At the end of the day, it's Tom Brady versus Jerry Goff, and I wouldn't trust Jerry Goff against, let alone, I won't trust anyone against Tom Brady, so. Right. Yeah, I can't say we we could put, like, a lot of, uh, I guess, a good way to put it is say that Jared Goff didn't play well at all because, like, it wasn't really his fault. He was under duress, and let's be honest, Patriots corners locked down the, re- the receiving core completely. 
Twins. Yeah, and Brandon Cooks didn't have the best game of of his He's career. Tough, so yeah. Bill, Bel- Belichick is is known for doing that, shutting down like number, number teams, player. number one options. And let's just say Cooper Cup also wasn't there. Aaron Donald really struggled. No one, you can't say anyone on the Rams. Like. I don't think Tyler Higby and Ger- Gerald Everett had a catch. So, um, listen, they didn't play well. Todd Gurley, I think. Bottom line is the he Rams, has an injury also because yeah, he only you carried it very few times. There's gotta be something wrong with him. There's something wrong with him because there's no chance. I'm saying every single time he got the ball, he gave them a solid five six yards. Meet, he broke through for for one like fifteen. C.J. Anderson has been playing great the last few weeks because. Because of um, because of Todd Gurley being out, but if you look at it, they have, uh, in my opinion, the best offensive line in the league. So it's wow. not a big, it's not a big deal. So like, he should be getting big stats, but maybe put him in a little because he is performing well. But you still gotta put in Todd Gurley as your main carrier. Yeah, got you. Okay, a few rewards real quick from the NFL season. Okay, let's get them real quick from Ellie. Start with the biggest bust. Yeah, obviously we got to conclude over the breakfast table football season with our awards. So let's get it. What do we got for his biggest bust? Uh, we got to go with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, definitely. You know, last season they made it all the way to the NFC Championship with Case Keenum. And this season, what they were looking at was the Super Bowl. What, what more can you get past that? And they give him this big contract. They give him all this money. And he has a ton of talent surrounding him. Great coaching. And he doesn't, even, win, doesn't even make the playoffs. So that... That's a big bust, okay? Obviously, he'll be in there in the future, but the big disappointment to the organization, and I think the Vikings are having second thoughts. What do we got next? Yeah, season LVP, who is going to? Most prominent award. <laughs> season LVP, um, for me, it's Blake Bortles or the Jaguars, something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Made it all the way to the NFC Championship, finished 5-11. and 11. Almost on the Vikings level, but they at least... The whole well, Jaguars organization deserves it. Big mess up, you know? And Cody Kessler is starting for you for the last few games. Blake Bortles riding the bench. <laughs> and you just can't do anything with that team. Getting blown out on a weekly basis. You gotta... Listen, this is the only trophy you're getting this season, so... Don't be that upset. Enjoy it. And one more. Least improved player of the year. Goes to... I mean, you look at guys like Carson Wentz coming off MVP. He was in the MVP running last year, finished 14-2, and though he didn't play in the Super Bowl. He still had a great season. And this season, uh, like, he's just an average quarterback. He played very average and not very impressive, you know. Got in the playoffs because of Nick Foles. Also disappointing, disappointing. And I I think, you think the Vikings, the Eagles are having some concerns or? Eagles having a little concern? Absolutely. I'm saying Nick Foles is a free agent this year. I think I think with some teams watching him almost do it again since last year. He's, he, I think Nick Foles is gone this year. And they still, they're going to stay with Carson Wentz. It's just frustrating as an Eagles fan with what the year he had with four towards the ACL. And then, you know, it's just, I, I would be a, it's a little concerning for Eagles, yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay. Quick mock draft here with an all-star draft. Surely, what are the teams? Who do you got? The starters. So, uh, we drafted our starters. Um, I had Kyrie. Um, I had Kawhi. I had Durant, Harden, and I, as my captain on Team Giannis. That's a good team. Obviously, my team's got to be LeBron. Drafting here. Point guard, Kemba Walker. Kemba. A two has got to be Steph Curry. Cardiac Three, Kemba. Paul George. 
Four would be LeBron, the captain. At five, five JoJo Embiid. JoJo. It's a clown out there. And obviously, Dwayne would be on the bench. Wrapping those Sixers. All right. Good stuff. Okay. Good shout out to Shmoley Stern, cousin. I know you're listening. Good stuff. And right. another quick shout out to Kobe Schumann. Hey. Chicago boy. Let's get it. In Florida. All right. Yeah. Okay, we got our hot takes. Last thing real quick. At least start with you. You know, they're saying that this is Larry Fitzgerald's last run in the NFL this season. I'm going to say he's a breakout year. Pro Bowl receiver. Wow. I know you all want to see Larry Legend back. I want to say with the receiving here, and Antonio Brown will join the Jimmy G squad out Love in it. San Fran. Jimmy Goat. Look out for that. That will be a good team in the NFC. Surely. Um, I'm going to say over 400 points will be scored in the NBA All-Star game. Wow. Finish it up. Almost agreeing with Ozzy a little bit, but Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell will sign with the same football team this year. It could be the 49ers, Le'Veon Bell go there, but... What about Indianapolis? See anything happening? That that could also be a destination, for sure. It's all on the table. All right. Great stuff. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Over the Breakfast Table. We got some good stuff. Coming up ahead on the, in the upcoming week, so stay tuned really quick. You're going to love it. Listen, thank you for listening. Really appreciate that, and have a good one.